evening, friends and fans, and welcome to episode 51 of Wingman's Garage, broadcasting live from the Nashville ATV Studios at 3639 Trousdale Drive. It's a studio now. It's not a... It's, oh, it's Nashville ATV Studios. It's, it's, that, that's going to be on the new poster. That's Nashville on the poster. A- if you have a question for Will the Wrench, the phone number is 615-669-9659. There we go. See, the bad thing is, he doesn't know the phone number. Still don't know the phone number. <laughs> Still don't know the phone number. Well, I never call me. Well, yeah. That'd be weird. About that. That would be kind of weird. Matthew <laughs> Gamble says, what's up? Woody, what up, dude? The cool thing about Woody is, yes, his name is Woody, but he has Andy written on the bottom of one of his <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Perfect. It's great. <laughs> All right, guys, what's up? I am the track rat here at Daniel Wingman's Garage. As you can tell, the wingman is not with us. We will discuss that here shortly. Will the Wrench over here. You can actually say Hi. something? Hi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. And then we got SB Will over here. I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. Show's over. Right. Anyway. So, so anywho. Will the SB Will and the Rich, Will the Rich, like, I'm going to screw that up. I'm going to say, hey, Will, I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> right? I can see it happening. It'll be fine. fine. No, it's going to happen. If there's a will, there's a way. That's no, right. two wills don't make a right, obviously, but it's okay. Two wills do make it go straight. No. No. I've seen some fucked <laughs> up shit. I've seen some motorcycles with two wheels not going straight. I saw that this weekend, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did see that. Crank a little side. Crank a little side. Chris ways. says he's here in spirit. Chris says is Chris says he's here in spirit. Chris Sorry. is here. Um, start off the show. Chris is in here because Stephanie, the queen, yep. the matriarch of the show, she had to go through some pretty extensive surgery to um, fix some things. We don't want to. I'm not going to put that out there. But anyway, to fix some stuff. Stephanie, we love you. We're Ecstatic that it went yeah. well. You're on your road to recovery. Um, again, anybody out there that knows them, shoot them a text message saying congratulate, like, tell them you're thinking about them, blah blah whatever. Um, all that mess. Uh, Chris will hopefully be, we'll be back next week. Um, but this week you're stuck with the three yahoos. You're stuck with King Shithead. So anyway, and uh, us and and us the two minions. <laughs> So King Shithead and the Wills. King Shithead and the Wills. That's it. That's, we're just we're just making that like sounds that. like a really bad punk band. From I was, the 90s. You just took that from my mouth. See, it's like it's we ride dirt once together. We we got it here. It's, See, it's bizarre. No, we ride dirt one time and we start a punk band. Yeah, that's it. A punk or a like, we're gonna do punk or we're gonna do. It. I say punk. You know, I was tasked with keeping you guys, you know, in some semblance of non train wreck. Have you been around us before? Yes, that's why I was <laughs> Anyway, so huh, to start off with, well, okay. What's going on in MotoGP? MotoGP, <laughs> MotoGP. So Danny Pedrosa, there's like there's riders that you like, and there's riders that it's okay to hate, and then there's riders that you don't, you can't really hate. Yeah, Pedrosa's one of them. Consummate professional. Consummate professional, yes. Okay, 2006 happened. Yes, I understand that. Esther, blah, blah, blah. I'm done and over with it. That happened 11 years ago. He's got, he's paid his penance for that. He's broken collarbones and feet oh, yeah. and hands and everything else. So, Pedroza pulled a Matt Maladden and destroyed everybody. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where he just kind of took off and came out of nowhere and said, hey, guess what? Y'all keep forgetting about me. I can ride the wheels off this and with chunks of the tire coming out. 
Yeah. Anybody remembers the win or the podium at it was a, at Donington, I think. The Donington or Silverstone, where you look at the front tire and there's two and three inch sections of the tire just gone, and he's still got on the podium. The man's a machine. Yeah. And he might, yes, he's a midget he, or little person. Sorry. Sorry. Whoa. One of my dear friends is a little person, so I'm probably going to yell that. Um, Coming from the guy whose feet aren't touching the ground. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That was just a little bit inappropriate. Short side. Hey, continue. Don't get, don't get short with us. <laughs> they got jokes. <laughs> they got jokes. <laughs> anyway, so. He ended up winning. He controlled the race from the front, which yeah. utterly, it's one of those things where you haven't seen Danny be able to do that in a long time. Yeah. When it's re- Personally, it's good to see just because see somebody up there other than Mark and Maverick and Valentino. Yeah. As much as I'm a Valentino and Maverick fan. But it's nice to see somebody get up there and mix it up and win and do as well as he did. Marquez got second. Marquez was riding the wheels off the bike and still couldn't touch it. Yeah. So it was just Danny's day. Danny got him back for 2013 uh, Coda. So, <laughs> hey, can't, that's my my race now. Um, the big surprise, Lorenzo got third. Finally hit a podium. Finally got something figured out. This I hope it's not a fluke, but I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be because the way the, the track is at Jerez, when temperature changes happen, that track, turn the, the grip level on the track changes, it's very dramatic. So it could have changed it. That track could have come into the Ducatis and come into the shuttle. Could have come into being able to ride properly on the Ducatis, and there we are. So, I mean, he's still the probably the, what the hell? J Mac says no, it's that, not that bad. Well, it probably uh, is if you started laughing. Yeah. He said they just don't want us to see that Daniel is in the high chair. We'll sit up. <laughs> we'll sit up a little bit. We'll, we'll sit up a little bit. You know, we can we can do the depth thing. We can scoot our chairs up and yeah. we scoot them back and make them seem a little taller. This, this is, is not a Lord of the Rings shoot, damn it! <laughs> Stop it! Oh, anyway, God, this is going off the rails. Oh, it's yeah. whatever. I need. I, yeah, no. I hope we don't cut this show short. Say, oh my God! Okay, well, I, anyway, back to MotoGP. Yeah, Rossi. Uh, that's the that's the big story for Rossi me. And I don't know yeah. what happened to the Yamaha bikes, but but Vinales was seventh, Rossi was tenth, and, and yeah. Rossi. I mean, probably about six seven laps to go. It was. It became all right. Well, who's going to pass him next? And he he was something not running well. Something happened. Some, yeah, they went somewhere on the bike. on the setup of the bike, and it just couldn't communicate. And the thing is, the the run of Michelin's now. And the construction of the Michelin's is really weird, where it doesn't. They're having to make tires for everybody, and when Rossi was dominating on Michelin's, it was Michelin and Dunlop and Bridgestone yeah. and everything else. Michelin would just make him tires, and for make tires that would suit him, and then everybody had to adapt to it. And he likes a really, really stiff front construction, and because he pushes really hard on the front, so it may not just it might just be they're making it a little bit more forgiving for everybody else, and he just can't communicate with it, but. He's still leading the championship. This is what four races in, mm-hmm. so there's still a lot of time. But there's a lot of racing to go. Somebody's going to get hurt. I hate saying it, but it's going to happen. So you're supposed to say that out loud. Well, it's I mean, it's were, a given. There were what six crashes? Yeah, there was a ton. Of, it was all front end too. Yeah, all front it's end. all front end crashes. So when the temperature changed, the front end grip went away. So everybody had to figure. Everybody was scrambling to figure out yep. what happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that. 
Vinales um, was seventh. So again, it's one of those. They tested the 2017 motor and the 2016 frame because all the the privateer Yamahas that are running last year's bike did a lot better. Mm-hmm. So they're running. They're going to run 17 suspension, like suspension and linkages and everything else. But I think they're running. They're testing the 2016 frame and swing arm with the new with the 2017 parts. So we'll see how that works. If they bring that out to the next race, then hey, it worked. If not, yeah. then it's Yamaha. They'll figure it out. They've all they, the upgrades usually come every three races. So what about Zarco? Zarco was he's fast. Zarco, well, Zarco's been fast for a while. Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's it's one of those things. Zarco's going to be another okay, up and coming kid yeah. because Rossi's going to retire twenty at the end of twenty eighteen. I'm calling it now. He's going to finish this contract out, and yeah. he's going to go run his two team, his Moto Three and Moto Two team. So that's how that's going to go. So they're probably going to start looking for somebody to replace it, Rossi. Yeah. It's impossible to do from a marketing standpoint because he's a yeah. PR and marketer's dream. Like, not, not but if you're Yamaha and, and your your options are Maverick Vinales and Johan Zarco, you got to be feeling good. You're feeling good about yourself. But again, it's one of those things where if Lorenzo's contract comes up and he doesn't want to stick with Ducati, would they go because they did it with Rossi? Yeah. They brought yeah. Valentino back. Yeah. Um, and if. Maybe Marquez becomes available. Yeah, because Marquez might come available, and it, it, it's all at, at, at contract signing times. So I think 2018 is when all the circus is going to happen. Yeah, because that's when everybody's contracts up. When that hits, that's going to be you're going to see a lot of crazy, like weird things happen. Ianone, Ianone is a nutso, and he's fast. Yeah, it's just I don't know how he's doing on the Suzuki. I just haven't been able to pay attention here lately. But Ianone on bike. I, sign me up. I'm good. Like I put. He's one of these guys. That, he's a fighter. You put him in a scrap. You either end up in the gravel or he's gonna end up in the gravel. So, Particularly if you're his teammate. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, that, that happened quite a bit last year. Either. But but that, it wasn't just him. It was everybody. Oh yeah. But he's actually he's actually managed by the same guy that Marco was managed by. Really? The Marco's manager, Marco Simicelli, when he passed, his manager said, "No, I'm done." He met Iannone and he goes, oh, "Okay, yeah, I need." back because he reminds him a lot of Marco. So That's awesome. And Martin Simicelli is one of my favorites just because he just did not give a shit. And he would he wouldn't take any of the uh sorry, fly. Um he wouldn't take any of Lorenzo's shit. I remember them arguing back and forth at a press conference and I'm just like, Lorenzo, shut up. Just stop talking. You're just you're dig- there's a hole and you keep digging. Like just uh, anyway. That's just that's Lorenzo. But on the domestic side, VIR is this weekend. AMA Superbike at VIR. Um, that track is really fast. Like, really, really fast. Um, we'll see how it goes, because Elias, Elias and Bobier have been kind of jawing back and forth at each other. So that whole rivalry is going to be really good for the sport and keep pushing it up. And, like, we have a really long question there. What? It's not a question. I am following Andrew, damn it. <laughs> Anyway, I am taller than Andrew. I met Andrew at... Y'all both did. He met Andrew at the convention. No, I didn't. Shut up! (laughs) I walked into that joke, but still. I met Andrew at track day. I'm taller than Andrew. What? Maybe. If I can make it out after... Wait, is that tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm. Maybe. Strong maybe for me. For us. Anyway. 
Um, but yeah, BIR is coming up. Anime Superbike. Everybody tune in and try and watch and try because they're trying to grow it. And, and literally, Josh Heron and a couple other people that are connected into the series are asking, "How do we make this bigger?" My opinion: make the grids bigger and actually have something going on at the track other than races when there's downtime. Mm-hmm. And make it. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, ticket prices. Ticket prices aren't expensive. It's just the products there. It's just you got to get the product to people and." Can't take the late races and have t- races live. I remember watching Road America Super Sport Race on ESPN2 live back in the late 90s. Yeah. So hey, we got to get that back. We got to grow the product and show the product that's there. What now? Uh, nothing. Damn it, no. Give no, me. you can't die. No, it's better this way. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, there you go. You can't send me comments. Though. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it! It's oh, bad. Yeah, it's bad. No, we'll, we'll only who do said this. it is my question. We're only gonna do this for a little while. Short time. It'll be a short time. That's it. Just stop. Just nope. Stop. Uh, stop. It's not gonna stop. stop. It's not gonna stop. Stuff, right? I now. know it's not gonna stop. I'm not worried about it. Oh. Anyway, but so there's racing news. Um, bike news. The Rebel 300 and 500 have hit the showrooms. Um, I haven't been able to see it yet. Eeyore has seen it. He likes it. Um, clutch basket issue on the 500 because it's a parallel twin and it's kind of wider than the 300 but other than that I have yet to see one I need to kind of go down there and check them out um, I did finally see a, GS, a new GSXR 1000 person I'm all in really? I'm all wow. in on that bike I don't love the color oh I mean color beside the point like the color schemes are terrible it's, yeah right like it's, it's the um, it's not what colors they chose it's the shade of color yeah that it came out. Yeah. You know, it's just... I get the black. It's not, it's not down my alley. I get the black. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, they took away the traditional blue and white, and that's always going to be a G6R color to me. Yeah. You have to have a blue and white on the G6R. Yeah. That's it. Like, it's like it's a Ducati. It's like having a Ducati that doesn't have the option of being red. Yeah. That's not a trailer, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't <laughs> right. That's, that's a... Anyway, Ducati light. Um, Party about real bikes. Actually, no, the Scrambler's actually pretty dope. But... That was a shot, Chris. No, that's a hypermotard. Yep. His, his subframe's red. Oh, then that makes it okay. That makes it okay. Then that makes it okay. It started off red, then he had involuntary, the, the spontaneous the color. The color makes it okay. <laughs> well, it was involuntary, spontaneous modification, is why it's black now. So. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot going on. Oh, wait, last thing. Northwest 200 is this weekend. For those of everybody who are into real roads racing, this is the starter. This is what kind of sets the field for the Isle of Man. Isle of Man's in two and a half weeks. Starts yeah. in two and a half weeks. Um, and you said real roads racing. Real roads racing. This is racing on city streets through Northern Ireland. This is actually the biggest outdoor sporting event in Northern Ireland every year. It's 100 and something, 125,000 people show up this year. And... You can stream it on BBC online. Go to bbc.co.uk. You'll go to Sport and go to Northern Ireland. You'll be able to stream it live. It's going to be in the morning because they run the, like they're running the races at 2 and 3 in the afternoon, but it's going to be like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning here. So that's what it's going to be. Um, they were running practice and qualifying. Alistair Seeley, the, he's – I can't believe this, these words are coming out of my mouth. He's shorter than me. 
After all the short jokes that we've had today, we found one. We found one, but now he's actually on the call for most of it. Michael Rudder's coming up behind, uh, coming up in second. Um, Michael Dunlop is on the new G six R thousand Superbike. He qualified third, I think, for Superbike mm-hmm. Superstock. He's running the G six R as well. It's kind of he's a little bit down there. Um, the Honda guys, they've been on the back foot because the Honda they just couldn't they didn't get the Honda to them in time. So they're kind of languishing down there toward the back. Um, but yeah, if you if you have the ability to watch it, watch it. It's fantastic. It's not like the Isle of Man where it starts one at a time. It's a mass start. It's all, it's like road racing. It's like club racing. You've got three waves, and it's just they call it the triangle. They were topping two oh six in the superbike this this past day yesterday on a city street in Ireland. In Ireland, Northern Ireland. These roads aren't the greatest. They are 206, 207 coming into, oh, uh, what's the corner at the top of the track? I'll, I'll throw it out there. I'll post it on Facebook, and I'll kind of halfway explain it. But if you have an opportunity to stream it, watch it. It's fantastic. It's really, it's, you yeah, go under a train bridge coming through one of the towns, and they're flat stick coming into, coming into fourth. So it's just crazy. Um, other than that, that's all the racing news that I have. Um... What do you have, Will? Do you have anything? No? Um, we went and rode this weekend. Yeah, he and I went and did some dirt this weekend. and Well, then he came out and rode a little. I, I came out and did some dirt work. It was last, last week, last week I was like, hey, why don't you come out and ride someday? He goes, okay, let's go. He was not was expecting like, me to jump <laughs> in. Both no, no, not he, expecting at all. He was there. Yeah, I, show, I showed up. He I did. was there. So let's talk about starting today. Because we get there and, well, it, the bikes are behind us. We've got the 250 here. Which there was an option, and then we have the 600 right here is what I ended up riding. So the choice was janky clutch, janky fuel. If iffy clutch or iffy fueling. And I looked at him, and he gave me those options, and I go, I'd rather have iffy fueling because we can get home on iffy fueling. We can't get home on iffy clutches. That's right. So we went and rode. Tell like describe the route and describe everything that we did. Um. Okay, uh, well, let's talk about... Oh, yeah, wait, let's wait, wait. Let's issues. go back to the issues on the bikes. Yeah. So, um, the 250, the clutch is probably on the way out. It's not exactly slipping yet. That burnout we did last week probably didn't help. <laughs> well, it wasn't the burnout. It was the fact that the back tire stopped in the middle of the burnout. Ah, <laughs> that was probably doing. That made me think maybe, you know, maybe it's time for a clutch. So, it's in the mail. Yeah. But the other one, this 87... XL 600R has two carburetors in it. It acts just like a double barrel. Yeah. We open that thing wide open, that double barrel kick in, it's like a power stroke on a four stroke. Or it's like, yeah. It's like power band on a four stroke. Like power band on a four stroke. <laughs> It'll just take right on. Yeah. But and it uh, does actually. It's one of those things like, oh wow, there's a second carburetor. Yeah. Um, but the problem was is that the pipe between the two broke, so uh, I kind of had to rig it up to where the gas got to the second carburetor. Yeah. I thought it might leak a little bit, but um, it thankfully did. it did not leak. It did not leak. It ran like a champ. It did. It ran like a champ. Surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. We did have to adjust the idle screw a little bit, but whatever. Because I kept, I stalled it a couple of times. Well, yeah, well, that was just because the, that was the, uh, that was the vibration test. Oh, yeah, it was a vibration yeah. test. That's what it was. Yeah. It was the first five mile vibration test. Yeah. So it passed, but other than that, no, that thing, I told him, I was like, that bike there, if, as long as we get a front brake lever on it, that thing's a truck. I <laughs> love it. Yeah, because front brake lever is one of those, like, spontaneous modifications where it's literally that long. 
and you get like a finger and a half on it. It depends on where you measure from. Everyone, that show. Anyway, so another short joke. Oh my god. Anyway, if you so wanna, <laughs> you want to hang on the short jokes for one second? We'll just uh, we'll pull back some and sure. say that uh, J Mac uh-huh. mentioned the lollipop deal for you, <laughs> um, and Andrew commented that shot guys can shred, and then he replied short. Shot. I said spelling leaves something to be desired. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. J Mac said spelling went over his head. This <laughs> J Mac, you know what? J Mac also said the slow races are tomorrow night. Sorry, he had to. I'm not competing in slow races. I will never compete in the slow race. Because I don't want to be the guy that wins the slow race. I don't want to be that guy. Chris wants to know where pictures are from the ride. You do it. You got like two pictures. Yeah, I got like three pictures. I don't. Well, the, oh, the, the camera issue. We didn't realize we had a camera issue until we got out there. Yeah, because we, we had, had the camera. Had the GoPro. It was full of battery. Full of battery. We were ready to go, but guess what? It wasn't full of memory card. No memory card. <laughs> he literally he gets out there. He's he, we're, he's pulling it out of his back. We've been riding for a good what half hour. No, uh, that was like that was that was the first stop. Yeah, that was ten miles into it. Ten miles into it. So he pulled. He starts pulling out, and he looks at it. And he goes. I, I'm, I'm parked up next to him, and he looks at me, and he goes, there's no memory card in here. I went, oh, my God. No. Hey, so, this just means times. we'll have to go out and do it again, and we'll have to bring Chris with us. Let's do it. Will Chris do it? You think Chris, Chris will there? Chris will do it. Let's see what Chris has to say. We'll have to, we'll, we'll drag him, kick it, and scream it, but he'll come out. <laughs> but anyway, back to, we were, we hadn't even loaded up yet. Yeah. And we had to do some stuff. So, we're loading up, and it's kind of hard to stick two XR600s in the bed of a Nissan. Yeah. Um, so we're making that happen. <laughs> I broke the clutch perch. Yeah. Um, I li- I'm literally standing there watching him load this up, and he goes, I think I just screwed the pooch. <laughs> and I went, what? He goes, shit the bed. Shit the bed. So he goes, yeah, I just broke the clutch perch. I went, oh, yeah. no. I was like, Daniel, if you'll reach underneath my passenger seat, there's a clutch perch in there. If you'll just hand me that one, we'll yeah. throw that on. Luckily, we had it handy, and we threw it on, and we took off. Yeah, I got a couple of those sitting around. <laughs> he's, he's always prepared. Not loading, but breaking. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, there was that. Yeah. So we threw that on, him, and we went. We yeah. Went for it. Met up with Luke. On his, what was that, 86 or 87? I don't remember what year it was. I don't know if I ever got the year, but. ATC 250R. Two-stroke, three-wheeler. It was awesome. That thing was badass. Like, literally, I we showed cool. up. And the best thing is he's towing it with, like, a Honda Accord. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's got a Honda Accord with a trailer hitch on it and a homemade trailer. And I'm like, that's badass. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, we show up an hour late. Oh, we show up an hour late. He's sitting there with his phone. Jacket, like, gear on. Helmet sitting there. Three-wheelers out of the trailer. Yeah. It's just like, he sees us pull up. And this is the exact look we get. <laughs> Like I was like, I don't even know this guy, and he's giving me stank. Oh, what the yeah. hell? But yeah, yeah, no, we got loaded up, got everything going, and that happened. Chris is his game. Chris is okay. Okay, I'm I'm on that. Chris will be on that. All right, on Sunday? No, not that. I'm out of town this weekend. It's not gonna happen this weekend. Next weekend, possibly. We'll get it planned out, and then we'll then we'll figure it out. Let's do it. But so then we get out there, we get to the trailhead or whatever you want to call it, and then what happens? We take off. We go ride. Yeah. Went road. Went road. And so 
Surpri- you did surprisingly well. I thought I did okay, but whatever. I honestly, I honestly I thought that you'd be like way back, and we'd be like sitting at the stop sign with our helmets off, smoking cigarettes, waiting for Daniel. But he was right there the entire time. I mean, like you're like five seconds back. Okay. I see. I didn't know. I never knew. The only time I was any further back, I guess, is when the bike would stall, right? Or, or I got pulled over by locals who wanted to talk to me about shit. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, yeah. You stop. Yeah. So yeah, there's three of us. I'm in front. I go. I go by, and it's this guy that we know, and uh, um, he's anyway, leading. He stops. Luke's in the set. Luke's in the. Luke's behind him on the ATC, and I'm. I'm bringing up the rear. <laughs> yeah. So we know, like, if, if you get any guff, like, don't, like, you know, straight up run from them, but, like, if you can kind of, like, slip off. Act like you don't hear them? Yeah, yeah, act like you don't hear them, you don't understand they're trying to stop you, whatever, you just kind of slip around them. <laughs> that didn't get that memo. We slipped around and we're like, oh, shit, and so we stop and pull over, <laughs> me and Luke pass the guy. Yeah. <laughs> get up there, we shut the motors off, we hear these, we, <laughs> we hear Daniel and the dude talking, and then we were like, oh, shit, he stopped. <laughs> yeah. So I was like... What do we do? And I'm yeah. like, well, wait for him to come. Yeah. <laughs> so they stop me and they're telling me that, you know, certain areas are now private property. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. We get it. Okay. Sorry. You yeah, know. It's hot. Yeah. So anyway, so we go on and then we leave. We get through that. It's a water crossing and we go through that and yeah. blah, blah, blah. We go again and I get stopped again by a local. <laughs> again by a local. Oh, yeah. Telling me, and again, where we're at, there is absolutely nothing out there. You're on a dirt road in the middle of Hickman County, and it's like surprising that people like live out there. Like there are certain areas where I told him when we stopped for like lunch and everything else, we we're like, "How did you get the trailers out here?" Seriously, we have no like. There are certain sections I'm like, I'm half expecting to see Rick from Walking Dead walk out. Like, literally, I'm half expecting to see some of these characters walk out in the foraging for something. It is that deep woods. And I'm like, how did you guys get out here? How did you even figure this out? And so I get stopped. Yeah. And so. You, you can't ask them because they don't tell you the truth. Yeah. Like, Shit, I should have just not asked. Yeah, I should have just not asked and kind of gone on. So apparently, they, this individual thought. I knew everybody that rode enduros in the area, like everybody, and asked me to tell them to slow down. And they, I'm like, how'd she say it? Um, she said it. Hang on, I'm trying to think of exactly how. To, I'm trying to get the correct inflection. I wasn't there. You want me to try? No, I can no. Okay. Give me a second. Hang on. My kids live out here, and they always play out in the ditch and everything like that. And I just. Would you, I'd really appreciate if you told them to just slow down and then just kind of calm it down around through here. I'm like, yes, ma'am. I'll start the bike and I'm, yes, ma'am. I'll let them know. And I kind of left and I went, oh my God, what was that? I was like, <laughs> and I literally, I didn't, it didn't hit me that she may have really thought that I knew everybody when we stopped. I went, I tell, tell him, tell him the story. And he goes, how does she think you're going to tell everybody? I went, I didn't even think about that. What this shit? I was like, oh, my, okay, all right, that's entertaining. We'll go from there. And then. <laughs> you should have just been like, I'm chasing them right now. Those son of a bitches came through my yard. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going out. I see, I, wouldn't, I, was, <laughs> I was trying to be cordial. That way I didn't get a shotgun to hold on me. That's how that was going. But so we went roads. So we had a good time. Wide open dirt roads. Real graded, too. We saw two graders out there that, yeah. that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 
It was it was a good day to be out there. It was a good day. The road the roads were nice and the water was um, the water was like medium level, which is good. Yeah. If it's super deep, um, you know, you'll sink it. You'll sink and XL XR two fifty. I've done it twice. You did it twice. Twice. <laughs> anyway, and, we'll, uh, we'll tell that story later. Yeah. And um, if you uh, if it's like if it's too dry and it hasn't rained in a while, it gets super slippery. So we hit it like. We hit it, I mean, it was perfect. The roads were great on Sunday. Yeah. That and then, so we went, again, we ended up, so, the last people we met, <laughs> look at his face, look at his face, this is the type of story we're about to get. This was really kind of, like, I didn't, we didn't know what was going to happen. Like, really, really, I don't uh, know how, uh, do we need to do this, or what? I was like, the whole time we were sitting there, I was like, man, we should not come back here. No. We should just. Gone home, gone on, gone to the truck. But, so we stopped. It's like, where is that? Where uh, were we? A Shady Grove. Shady Grove, okay. There's a little convenience store in Shady Grove. Duck River. Duck River. So we stop, and then there's a couple on a Harley. Yeah, we actually weren't planning on stopping. Yeah. Uh, this is like, you come out of this dirt road, you pop out onto the, pop out of this asphalt, and then you kind of like come through this little community, and you come to a stop sign. And at the stop sign, there's the one road and or that one store in that town, right there to your right. And there's some picnic tables out front. That's where you know some bikers and you know people just hanging hang out. out. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's that's where to hang out. And so we could pull up at that stop sign, and there's these two dudes. One of them is on a XR 650L. The other one was actually on a CRF 230L. Yeah, and I had to ask you what it was because yeah. I didn't recognize it because he had like a chirpy headlight on it and everything yeah. else. And I was like, what was that? Yeah, that was a flat out farm bike yeah. that he made street legal and brought it up. It's actually his daughter's bike. Was it his daughter's yeah. bike? I didn't get yeah. that story. Now, these two guys came down from Indiana. Mm-hmm. On, dude was on a CRF 230 in Indiana. That's insane. No. Get a 400, you'd be all right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, brought a 230 down from Indiana. Yeah, so there's these two dudes from Indiana sitting on the uh, sitting on the uh, picnic table down there, and, and Luke comes pulling up on this two-stroke three-wheeler, and he's like, the guy goes, oh my God. Dude lost his shit. There's an ATC 250R. I can't believe there's another one out there. And uh, and so, of course, we pull over, and, um, and these two dudes on the dual sports are sitting there talking to this couple that was on a Harley. And the guy, the the dude from Indiana goes, hey, this guy's got some of the best moonshine I've ever had. Yeah. He goes, you got to try this. And we were like, oh, we still got to get home. Yeah, we still got to get home. Um, So we tried it. (laughs) It was wonderful. It was good. It was really good. Yeah, that was some good shit. Yeah, that was really good shine. And so I don't know how long the two Indiana guys were sitting there talking to the Harley couple, but they had talked these two dual sport guys into coming back to their farm to check out their um the property the property they're going to make a a, a a biker haven yeah pretty much just like campgrounds and everything else and it's like and yeah so we'll tell that we'll tell the story here in a minute but yeah go ahead yeah so so the biker couple has got these two indiana guys talked back into coming to their uh farm or whatever and um but the the indiana guys wanted to ride back with us because they were riding the same trail and yeah. um and so they're like, hey, do you have 10 minutes? Uh, we'll go check out this place, and then we'll come back. And he goes, uh, and the biker guy comes over. He goes, hey, y'all come check out this place, too. You guys see, uh, you know, you guys got to see it. It's right down the street, and, uh, you know, hear what I'm going to do with it. So we're like, all right. Um, I was like, all right, yeah, I got 10 minutes. Yeah. So we go down there, and um, and he kind of uh, shows us his little his little field, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a cool little place. 
time out. I didn't go down there because I was still on. What I was hanging out with the bikes. So <laughs> you finish that, and I'll tell this story. He was on my bike. I was on his bike because we swapped because he wanted to ride the XL. Yeah, and so, so I'm like, and there's no kickstand on my bike. On his bike, he was on. Yeah. So he got to where we stopped, and he couldn't go anywhere because he had to sit on the bike. And I was okay. I was like, all right, fine, whatever, no worries. Yeah. I'll stay with the bikes just in case this is something half shady, which yeah. it could have been. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. We were, you know, we're tromping through. And we're like, what the shit are we walking into here? We were blind. It looked like, um, uh, it looked like Bo Cephas and his cousin. Yeah, pretty much. Couple. Yeah. Nicest couple in the world. Great. They were the nicest will, people yeah. in the world. I will hang out with them again. Uh, but still. <laughs> but yeah. First was, impressions were like, eh, I don't know. It was red. Yeah, it was, red. It was definitely red. <laughs> but so, they come back. We're hanging out and we're chit chatting or whatever, and I'm like, "Look, guys, we got to get going because we're gonna run out of daylight." Yeah. Now, why do you ask him if it's an issue if we run out of daylight? There's headlights on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, so there's headlights on the bike you were riding. It didn't work. Mine works. Yours works. Well, yeah. yeah you're riding my bike. I'll ride your bike. Yeah. yeah. His works. So it's a six volt, six volt headlight, which it's like a flashlight. They can see you. You can't. But see you can't me. see where you're going. But so. We're riding back, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, great. We're on bikes with either no headlight or a crappy headlight, no turn signals. I'm the only one with a plate. Um, <laughs> we're on dirt bikes on asphalt. On we're road. on dirt bikes. We're on dirt bikes. Loops on a three-wheeler. Two-stroke three-wheeler. So we're sitting there, we got to a point where I go, wait a minute, I'm good. They're going to grab him. I'm not going to shit. We're so, golden. Yeah, we're golden. We were Flying on the way back too. You topped the XL out, didn't you? Yeah. You top, yeah. You um, you got close. Well, the the speedometer stopped climbing at eighty. That motor was still pulling. Yeah. So it, that the XL will do eighty five ninety pretty easy. Yeah. So that bike that bike might do a hundred mile an hour. You might yeah. you know it'll do zero to a hundred and you know an hour and a half eventually. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> but, but it, it might actually get there. But yeah, it was that that. That thing's a tank and it's fantastic. But so, what was out? So they go down to the property, right? And I'm staying up here. I'm hanging out. You know, I don't know if this poor woman has had anybody to talk to other than her husband ever. <laughs> but oh my god, that lady talked my ear off about the property and everything that was going on, how they got it, and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, this is great. And meanwhile, my head, I'm like, will you fucking get back here so we can leave? <laughs> Please, yeah. I just, it was, oh my God, it was, the people you meet is the best way to describe it. The yeah. people you meet. Yeah, absolutely. But no, it was, a, it was a fantastic day. I can't wait to do it again. And again, I did a lot better than everyone expected, apparently. That's the truth. So. You did good. I will say this, the water crossing kind of freaked me out the first one. Because I didn't get warned. <laughs> what about the last one? Oh God, the last one. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, so this last one is actually pretty deep. And Luke on the ATC, he can't go through it fast because it's going to splash water in the carburetor, foul the plug out, blah, 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 whatever. So I was, when we hit water, he'd go slow. And I'm like, I can't go this slow. So I'm kind of fighting it, trying to get through. So the last one, I let him go. I'm going to sit here. I'm like, all right, cool. So apparently where I was, there's a big rock. I don't know how I did it, but the front tire missed it. Back tire didn't. So the back tire hits this rock, and I go full opposite lock this way, and my I had to put my foot down 
in like two and a half feet of water. So he goes, and meanwhile, I see him watching this, and he's—I just see his head start bobbing because he's laughing his ass off. And he's on my bike. I'm on his bike, and he's laughing. Well, I've, I've sank that same bike in that same creek going okay. the opposite direction before. So. so it's all right. So whatever, I go, and I'm like, just gas it and hope it comes out. So I kind of flip it, and it pulls up. And I'm like, oh, I'm riding out like this, trying to get my halfway get my foot out of the water, yeah. and I pull up, and he's dying. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. We leave, we're on this big, wide, open dirt road, and I've got, like, we're riding normal, and I've got my leg out like this, trying to dry it out halfway. But the only problem is the sun's going down, and there's no heat in the air left, so I'm just getting let my foot get cold. I'm like, what the shit? I'm like, oh, my God, this sucks. <laughs> like, my pants dried out, but I'm pretty sure my boot's still dirt. It's still wet. Probably. It's awful. Like, I have to, I'm going to have to sit on my side. But, yeah, it was... Yeah, that was a really that was a fantastic day. It was a good day. Yeah, we got to the truck right, right as, as it, the sun went down. Right as the sun went down, because if we got stuck on that trail when the sun went down, we'd have been. I can't. T- I can't tell you how many times. That's when I hit the. That's when I hit the back of the truck. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just getting dark, and I'm just sitting. No matter what time I hit the trail, I mean, sometimes I'll spend you know all day out there, but yeah, you know, when that sun starts going down, I know it's time to like you know. Yeah, fall we, ass need, back yeah home. we need to get home. But so, but then the, another one was uh, gutta bitches. <laughs> yeah, gutta bitches. Gutta bitches. So there's a bridge. <laughs> there's, a, there's a section of 840. Yes, please. Thank you so much. Wow. There's a section of 840 that goes over. Are you dickhead? <laughs> so there's a section of 840 that goes over this little road that's there, and it's a little bridge. It's real short. It's I mean maybe what 50, 100 feet long, maybe on a good day. <laughs> the graffiti on oh, there. The graffiti on there, it's just, I mean, it literally, it says gutta bitches. And, like, like G-U-T-T-A. Yeah. But and, bitches is spelled nice. Yeah. Real they got that right. <laughs> but so, <laughs> we're sitting here, we're looking around, I'm like, wait a minute. I like, I go. Don't tell, whole, don't tell this whole story. No, no, no. no. I'm just like, I'm thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, why are we, like, why are people out here even, like, proclaiming this? Because they, uh, you're in the country. It wouldn't be gutta. I would think it'd be more along the lines of like... Gooder. Gooder or holler or something. Sister cousins. Sister cousins. Uncle daddies. You can't. I guess you can't. You know, we're not proud of that. Well. I don't know what they're proud of. I'm talking. I don't either. <laughs> no, I, apparently I talk to them more than I don't stop the talk. I just kind of slip. Well, see, again, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> And I didn't oh, get yeah. told this, so see, I I was the entertainment for the week for the day because I, hey, this is a newbie. We're gonna throw him out there and see what happens. Hey, <laughs> we're all like, what did they say? Yeah, they're like, what they say? What they like? I don't think they just what let's does just the go. Like? Yeah, for real. But then I will say, there's one last story. This one, we're going through. He didn't really ca- kind of warn me about this. So we come out. That you're coming down this, you know, pretty dirt, wide open dirt road. There's a left, and you catch this bridge. The bridge got a little bit of lip at it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a lip. So I hit it, and I jumped the bike. All right, cool. I'm not, I mean, it's maybe a foot and a half in the air. I'm not that worried about that. But what he didn't warn me about was you catch this bridge, as soon as you land the bridge, there's a sharp downhill right, and if you don't make that corner, you're going right into the side of a hill. So I hit this, and I look up, and I'm like, oh, no. Grab the whatever front brake I can get and rear brake, and it's doing this shit. And I barely make it. I don't even like, because normally I'm trying to, you know, make my lines clean and everything else. Yeah, no. I just kind of make it, and I look up, and he's, him and Luke are sitting up here at the next corner. He's Looking laughing, back. Yeah. watching back, and he's like, oh, I bet they're like, 
I hope he makes it, but if he doesn't, this is going to be really funny. So they're laughing. I was, I was like, like, I was like, no memory card. No memory card. This is going to be great. So, so they're like, I make it, and I go through it. He's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm good. Go ahead. They take off, and then there's this up, sharp uphill left, and I'm like, oh, fine, whatever. I throw it in, roll on it. The bike literally just goes, wow. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, come back, come back, come back. And it came back. I'm like, Whew, okay, that's all I needed to do is make that and then high side on an easy left-hand corner. That would have been just, I was like, I, I'd have to turn my man card in on that one. Like, come on. But there was that. There was a couple of instances like that. Like, hey, let's see if he makes it. That's the great thing about dirt bikes is the the amount of times you almost bust yeah. your ass. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's, it's good, you know. And it is lower speed, so you're not going to get hurt that way. Yeah, yeah, right. There was, there was, the only time I got nervous, I'll say this, there was a section when it got really technical. Talking to that lady in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. That was like, I could just talk my way out of this. I'd have been like, all right, I'm running. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'd get, I, I'll talk my way out of this. I'll be okay. But there was a section where you, like, we made it and we stopped. You stopped and backed up. It was a pretty steep little embankment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay, we'll see if I hit this. And you take off. Luke hits it. And I'm like, well, if I don't hit this, I'm just kind of screwed. I'm not going to let them know. Hit it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't too bad. And then it goes from like, okay, this is a decent road to like single track. I'm like, and it's a five foot drop. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. great. This is, into the creek. Yeah, then we got to go back into the creek and go through it and everything else. But yeah, that was, uh, that was the hard way. There was an easy way, but I, I believe in you. I had faith. You did great. <laughs> this, anyway. Anyway. He got to go on the tall ride, right? I did. I got to go on the tall ride. <laughs> I'll go with that joke. I got to go on the tall boy ride. Uh, I'll go with that joke. Actually, my, the, the biggest thing I was actually worried about was actually kicking stuff because I'm not a good kickstarter. But the biggest? Those, are, those, those bikes are hard to kickstart. Yeah. But I did okay. But, okay. So, now that we're done, how many comments do we have? Do we need to react to anything? Yeah. What's up? So, Chris wanted to hear your... Uh, uh, inflection, one more time. Inflection for of, the, uh, of the of the of the lady people of the local people. Okay, and oh, yeah. J Mac. This is what started all this. J Mac said this focus is out of control. J Mac then said it could very well be me trying to cast this on the big screen. Chris comes back with the bandwidth fell out for a second. Okay, uh, is it the spark plug or did you bounce the cylinder head from J Mac? Talking about our direction. Then he. Uh, Whenever, I don't get that joke, J-Mac. Whenever you said uh, that the 600 would do, maybe do 100. Oh, gotcha, yeah. J-Mac says, sounds about as fast as Clint's Buell. Actually, it's a little bit, it's actually a touch faster than your 600, so it's okay. And then J-Mac said, uh, he's talking about being fast. And J-Mac said, I didn't say I was fast. He looked directly at my shoulder and <laughs> J-Mac, you better be glad that I, 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 Wow. He was looking at me in the Wow. Head. You almost gave Will a shower. Holy shit. That's the funniest thing so, you've ever said. J-Mac says, sounds about as fast as Clint's Buell. And Andrew says, try me, J-Mac. J-Mac says, I didn't say I was fast. I'm too fat. And I ride a 200 mile an hour 600. Then he comes back and says, sorry, 200 kilometers. And yeah, I, that's about and right. And I said, autocorrect, adding zeros. <laughs> Autocorrect, anyway. Now, and then when you hey. were talking about The Rock uh, and being in the creek, uh, Blue Jackson said, give that ditch a bike. Ditches love bikes. No, that ditch didn't need a bike because that means I would have to dig it up. And <laughs> <laughs> J-Mac just said, hey, I'm not fast. Never said I was. I'm, 
But still, the, the comment just, you'll get over it. Whatever. That did just had that bike before. Yes, it <laughs> It wasn't me. Yeah, it was me. That one. It was me. But anyway, but no, that was, like, where, okay. So where did, I, all I remember was a town called Little Lot. Little Lot. Which is, like, literally a, a, Christ, a Church of Christ church and a Baptist church and a stop sign. That was it. Mm-hmm. I was like, where do you, I, I didn't even know this stuff existed. I like we were on the way back. I was like, dirt roads now in here in Nashville. Banjos, yeah, banjos, burnt riddles. Chris mentioned banjos. Yeah, they were. They were. If the banjos, banjos, we didn't hear them, but they were definitely in the house, probably. So, but yeah, it just that was. It was. They only come out when they smell city folk. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> smelled it on me. <laughs> That's what, yeah, you're the one that stopped. I am the one that stopped. They could definitely tell I was the city folk. Oh, shit. But anyway. That's yeah. Funny. But yeah, that was the dirt ride. Um, that was Hit fun. us up on Wingman's Garage. Hit him up on National ATV Repair on Facebook or whatever. Uh, we'll get a ride together. We can't take a whole gang of people. Yes, we can. Be- well, no. We don't want to get hassled. We take 30 people out there on a dirt ride, we're going to get fucked with. Dude, we took 65. And hence the reason why stuff's private yeah. property now. Yeah, that's probably true. So, there's that. Um, but we'll get some stuff together. We're getting some, like, you're getting the rental fleet rocking and rolling. Yeah. Here slowly but surely. Yeah. But we're going to do some, I, we're going to do more. Definitely going to do more. We're actually going to have a video next time because we'll have memory cards and Chris will have all the cameras with him. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, Chris says you're not going back. You don't want to have to talk to that lady again. Oh, I'm not talking to that lady. No, we ain't going down that road. No, we'll find another road. But other than that, man, like, that was, that's probably one of the more fun things I've done on motorcycles in a while. All right. So, tell me how that made you a better motorcycle rider on the track. That taught me, it helped, showed me when a bike breaks away, how to control it. Because there was one little section, it was a wide open dirt 90 degree, 90 degree. And I saw it and I go, if this was the street, I'd murder all of you guys. Just, yeah, but no, it's the dirt. So, and me being a street rider and track day stuff, the, the technique is exactly opposite. So instead of on a street where you lean off the bike and drop your knee and go from there, on the dirt, you take the bike, you push the bike into it, put your foot out and let try and halfway control the slide. That was the first time I felt the front end slide and actually been able to save it. So it teaches you a lot. And it, it's one of those oh shit moments. And then you come back and you're like, wait, that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it'd be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you come back left and you do it again. And like, oh wait, no, wait, there's a big hole there. So I'm not going to try and drop it in that hard. But yeah. But other than that, that it will make you a better street rider knowing how a bike will react in a slide. And when the rear end's moving around. Um, just because on that damn thing, that big bastard, the rear was moving around a whole lot more than I thought it'd be, and a whole lot more than I'm used to. But it was, it was a blast. It was so much fun. So if you have the ability, get you an enduro and come ride, come out yeah. for real. And you don't have to have enduro gear. I showed up in a screen helmet, t-shirt, and one glove. <laughs> I had one glove. That glove. I found. <laughs> I was riding in one icon glove and a wool work glove. Uh, <laughs> like a gardening glove. A gardening glove, yeah. That glove was actually in my, the kitchen floor when I got home. Oh, that's hilarious. So, I have your sunglasses still. Huh? I have your sunglasses still. Do you? Yeah. Oh, sunglasses. I do. Yeah, okay. I like this in there. Okay. But so, yeah, I mean, 
Snag an enduro. I mean, you can pick enduros up for a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks. A good one. You can, you know, fix some little foibles with it. And come out. Throw it in the back of the truck. Come ride. Really, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter which bring. No, three wheeler. Yeah, a two stroke. Three two stroke three wheeler. Like it doesn't look or sound street legal. No, at all. there's <laughs> there's absolutely nothing street legal about that. We pulled right up to the gas station in Centerville. Oh, yeah. Right up. And the, the guy working at the gas station was like, I hadn't seen a three-wheeler in forever. Like, and I was like, well, you should work Sundays more often. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, nobody cares, especially out there. Plus, well, he had to get out of jail free card in his wallet, too. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Besides, but other than that. But, yeah, that was... Blue says he'll bring the R1. <laughs> That'd be fun. We want, as long as we stay away from the water crossings, that would be really entertaining. Yeah. Put some knobbies on that. What about all these uh, Harley guys, you know, taking it off road and dude, like the Harley guys and like and taking like trying scramblers and stuff. As long as like where we went, there's like two or three places that it's it's gonna be incredibly difficult to do. But most of the time, you'd have been fine. Like well, like trying scramblers. You've been fine up to the water crossings. Water crossings, it's going to be a little difficult. Mm. But everything else, and like the up and down, like the logs and that stuff, you got to get over just because there's not a whole lot of ground clearance on those, on a, like a street scrambler. But the dirt roads and everything, you know, if you can just do a dirt road loop and not have you know, like the creeks and everything else, you're golden. You'd be fine. Utterly fine. Right, we had that conversation while we were out. Yeah, on, yeah, on our way back. On our way back. Like you could bring it, like one of those scramblers or a hell of a Ducati scrambler or an CL three three hundred five, old school bikes. You know, you can bring that out. Just as long as it's set up to handle dirt, you're good. Yeah, get something newer. Yeah, get something. Don't get a CL three hundred because we're not trying to. He don't want to try to fix that shit. Not uh, nah, at I'm all. Not, I'm not adjusting your points on the trail. <laughs> no. What you got? Anything? Uh. J-Max says one day who will afford to blow some money on a track day. For now, he'll just pretend. Marshall says maybe I should have just kept the Suzuki, Daniel. Uh, Marshall, you should have kept the Well, this is the thing about the Suzuki. You may have kept it, but you probably needed to do something with it. <laughs> Love you, man. But Mar- Marshall's my cousin. He, is, he had a TS-185. Uh, Two-stroke Suzuki Enduro. Cool bike, but nothing ever happened with it, so somebody picked it up. It's okay. He's the guy that picked it up is actually gonna do some actually gonna make it run or anything else. But Marshall, it's okay. We'll find you something else. Once you finish school and get money, you'll be fine. Anyway. Trevor Watson wants to know if you can show him how to change a tire. <laughs> I can talk you through it. But <laughs> no. I'll try. <laughs> he said, no. It's one of those things where <laughs> I can do it, but it's one. Of, I, it's an adult supervision thing. I need adult supervision. And how you qualify as an adult? That's I, uh, that's bad. I mean, you just yeah. You ride dirt one time. It's like, I know it's crazy. Crazy. Anyway, but other than that, well, okay. You haven't said shit tonight. No. What do you have? Your SV wheel. I'm SV wheel. You I have I, a, an 06 SV650. That uh, is is the street bike for now, but uh, slowly we'll start converting it to to get ready for some track days. Yes, hopefully be ready for the track start of the fall. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. And we spoke earlier about your suspension. Yes. Right. So, um, gonna go with the uh, Penske double clicker rear shock. 
And you're, you're sitting stock suspension right now? Yes. Every The whole thing is stock. It's all stock. Wait, uh, sign of our people. Slow down. He clutched it. Yeah, whatever. Um, disappointment. Yeah. Saw the lights on. Yeah, he saw the lights on. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so, he knew. He knew we were doing the podcast. He was like, oh, let me be quiet. No, we don't. You know we don't care. Um, so, you're doing, yeah, suspension and tires is the first thing you do on a yep. speed. So the double clicker, which is by far the best best bank for the buck for track days and if it, you know if you want to do some club racing. Yeah. yeah. What exactly is the double clicker? It's you've got the it's dual adjustable. You can adjust for rebound and compression. All right. What comes stock on its feet? A shock. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> nothing adjustable about that motorcycle. So with the double clicker, you get the piggyback with the adjustments. Yeah. Well, you can have you'll have the piggyback. Okay. You, that's the, actually the least expensive way to go with it. You get the remote reservoir and you zip tie it to the subframe. Okay. Which is what everybody does. Um, you've got the piggyback. You've got the adjustable there. You, I, I want to say you can adjust ride height on that one too. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. You can adjust ride height. You can just comp- compression and rebound, which is all you really need for a track bike slash maybe a race bike eventually. Where if you're building a like a lightweight twin super bike, you want the triple clicker that's got compression, bound, and rebound, all this math, you just every adjustable thing you can think of. Um, if you're like, you know, someone like me, who would just get there and start twisting shit and screw something up, you don't need that. But the triple clicker and that front end kit, mm-hmm. the front end kit is what you need to do. Traction dynamics. Yes. Yep. And what what what's in the front end kit? It's emulators, springs. And it makes it, it, you keep your stock bodies, mm-hmm. but it makes it react and perform like an upside down fork instead of a right way up fork. Okay. So you've got that a little bit of adjustability there, but it's a lot stiffer and it reacts better. And the, it flows better and everything else. So. And the front end on the SVs are notoriously weak. The front end is on the SV is the weakest link. Yep. The forks are honestly made of glass. Like you sneeze on those forks, you're going to bend them. So, and the, the SV started out as a 400 commuter bike over in Southeast Asia. Oh, the Windy City. Yeah, the Windy City. What? No. You said yes. I said, <laughs> I was going with the joke. Anyway. Don't get short with me. This motherfucker. Okay, I got a question. Sure. If you had a bone stock SV, what would it take, what do you need to do to make it so that you can go and do a track day on it? Honest? No, we think this is coming from Eeyore, but it's actually Chris because Chris has no, been, no. been dreaming about it. Yeah, no, uh, no, he's, I'm, I'm, I'm he's genuinely serious, <laughs> but no, Chris, I've been sending Chris <laughs> Craigslist ads. Um, you can't hide your, your love for the SVs, yeah, Chris. No, you can't. Okay. Um, Mozart's going away, baby. Yeah, no. <laughs> so to get an SV on the track, if you're doing your first track day on an SV, yep. throw some sticky tires on it and be done with it. Yep. yep. Just Send to it. get your feet wet. Yep. Send it. Just go out there and do a track day and be done. Whereas on, and once you start building up to it, stiff springs in the front, and if you can, if you just, if you're just looking at something cheap, a ZX, a fully adjustable like ZX6 shock or a ZX10 rear shock, throw that in there. It bolts up, it jacks it up, it's fully adjustable. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be better than the stock stuff. Um, if you're gonna start building a pure track bike and a pure race bike, do your the front end kit for traction dynamics, 
a double adjustable rear shock, sticky tires, and a steering damper. Steering damper, you don't have to have it, but it helps because they kind of, because the weird, the goofy thing about an SV, the fork legs are two different lengths. The left one's a touch longer. So when you get really pushing really hard, it's going to get a little bit of a shake. So put a steering damper on it, and then it, you can adjust it out. I never rode with one until I rode Old Betsy, Chris Parrish's race bike. And I was like, oh, this is how these work. This is fantastic. Because you can set it. I, I started off setting it all the way low, and then I adjusted it as I was riding. The only problem I really had, issue I had was I get a little bit of a head shake coming down the back straight at Talladega. Just dial it out, one click at a time, and you're good. There you go. Motor-wise, you don't have to have, worry about motor. You're not. You're not going to outride the motor. You're never going to outride a motor on SV. If you start building the motor, you're going to be dropping a lot of money in something that you're not going to know what to use. Uh, once you get to the point where you've got your, you've moved up from beginner and intermediate, and you jump in the advanced group, or you want to start racing D Super Stock or Super like Lightweight Superbike or something like that, then you start breathing on the motor. There's a little bit left on the table, like bolt-on stuff, but you're gonna if you want to get decent power out of, out of an SV, you're gonna have to do custom stuff. Um, and the block doesn't take a lot of power. Well, the front cylinder front cylinder is actually a little weak once you get past about 110 to 115 horsepower. You'll start blowing the actual head out, like the casing out. So build it to 85, 90 horsepower. Put good suspension on it. Get good sticky tires. You can lighten it up a little bit, putting different batteries in it. You, you know, put little stuff like trim it down. Um, body work. If you want to put race body work, you can put whatever the hell you want on it. You can just make brackets and make it work. But other than that, if you're doing your first track down an SV, throw some decent, like some qualifier threes or some pilot powered uh, triple compounds or the super courses or something like that. Throw some sticky tires on it and go have fun. Yeah. You don't have to have a whole lot of crap on there. Because again, your beginner day, you're going to do two sessions behind an instructor, and you're not going to go fast. Yeah, if you're having problems, just play with your tire pressure. Yeah, literally. Depending on your tire brand, you might want to run them low. Like when I'm running Dunlops on the track, the rear on the Dunlop, it's I start at cold at 22 psi. Then you throw the warmers on there, they come up a little bit, and then you beat on them, and they're going to come up some more. But literally, on Dunlop track tires, your cold pressures are really low yeah they that, don't like being they don't like they need to be really hot yeah and that's you that's you so the more aggressive rider the lower pressure you want to start yeah. with right so mm -hmm. if you're starting out you're starting out you need to 30, run 31 31 like well 28 in the front maybe 26 in the back just to get a feel for it maybe 30 in the front 28 in the back but on an sv just the bike itself, it's very neutral, it's very forgiving. You can throw it in a corner and it's not gonna freak out. The geometry is really good. Stop. And you it's one of those where you can, as you grow, you can make the bike grow with you. And it's just it's a fantastic platform. So guys, honestly, and you can pick them up stupid cheap. SB a fuel injected SB650 is 2800 bucks, three grand. Who cares? Throw it in the ditch when you get down with it if you don't want it anymore. Seriously. You can buy a race bike for 4500 bucks at the end of the year. Five grand. A really nice one. There you go. Tire. Is there anyone out there that has a shitty old race bike they want to sell for cheap? Or you want to let us come abuse them. Let, it, let us be exercise riders. 
We'll ride it. I don't like to exercise. <laughs> well, you're exercising the motorcycle, not you. Well, you'll be exercising, but it'll be fun and riding. Yeah. See? Yeah. There you go. Anyway, so I think we're going to wrap this up here in a second. Just because I just dropped my beer. That is alcohol abuse. Anyway. You see that long trip he took off the stool down to the floor? I needed a parachute. <laughs> or a wingsuit. <laughs> I'm just going to rub the jokes now. I don't care. Anyway. um, You are met a tall... You ever met a tall, fast motorcycle rider? Absolutely, Aaron Yates. How tall is he? 6'4". What? Yeah. Aaron Yates is 6'4"? Aaron Yates is 6'3", 6'4". Who is it, MotoGP, that's like 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, no. No. Yeah, there's just, there's, there's, it there's might a guy be that's six, or something like no, that. No, uh, he's a young, it's a, it's a younger guy. Michael um, Jordan? No, it's uh, Bradley Miller. And he's like, dude, yeah, he's yeah. like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, he's tall. Grassi's he's six. Now, like, a couple weeks ago in a race, he came around one of the final corners into the backstretch. And uh, the rear end slipped on him, and because he was so tall, he just basically pushed his shoulder and elbow into the track, yeah. oh, and it yeah. stood him back up. Wow. Like, because he was like six six. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Rossi's six. Someone like when someone she, like Pedrosa does that. Gets he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's gone. Rossi's six one six two. What? Yeah. Get out of here! I did not know Rossi's that. Six foot, I six thought Rossi was like normal motorcycle rider height. No, six one. Rossi like, tall, like five eight, five like nine. Daniel sized rider height. That's like. Have you seen Jeremy McGrath? Yeah, he's short. Yeah, you can dunk no. on Jeremy McGrath. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hang on, Ricky Carmichael. Yeah, let's get a video remember, of that. I remember watching a, a Supercross race where he was doing the talking, and they he didn't have a suit jacket, so yeah. I had to go find him one, and they just threw it on him, and it didn't fit. It was way too big. The sleeves were down to his knuckles. I'm like, oh my god. The first, the, actually, the first day I saw Jeremy McGrath, I saw Ricky Carmike, and I was at Loretta's a couple years ago. Yeah. I saw Jeremy McGrath, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, no, really, where's the big version? Yeah. Like, he's not tall. No, he's like, he's five, five, six. Yeah, he's not tall. And, and poor Carmichael, yeah. poor Ricky, like, had to stand on milk grades. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, I mean, it's it's not, height doesn't hurt you, it's how you, it's not stand on the first place podium, look like you came in third. That dude, Gary McCoy, Lawrence <laughs> Capirossi, dead serious. Look at a picture of Gary McCoy. That dude's 5'2". And he will slide anything. He didn't care. But, like, seriously, I mean, it doesn't matter how tall you are. It's how you use your, how you are. It's how you use your joints. And your, Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. do it. I've walked into way too many minefields on this one. We're going to call this a night. Love you guys being it. Yeah. Follow us on Wingman's Garage, all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook, please. Any questions, concerns, comments, anything, we don't care. I mean, call us, 2625. Go, go ride. See, he jumped in. I didn't think he was going to do it. 2625. Go ride. Do you know the numbers for that? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to. I you know, know the words. No. That's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> 2625, go ride. Call us. Leave us a voicemail. Um, message us on Facebook. All of that. Nashville ATV repair for all of your maintenance needs pre or post 1987. Yeah. See, anything 1987 and back except for gold wings, can work on them. No, just don't, don't bring your gold wings. Don't bring your gold wings. Um, other than that, but yeah. Um, this is episode 51, minus the wingman. Love you, mean it. Yeah, yeah love you, mean absolutely. it. Absolutely. We're ecstatic. Stephanie's doing better. She's making through everything else. 
We will see you guys next week with Rap to the Future. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Rap to the Future. Peace.